Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Celebrity skin. It's not whole. You probably oh, it's a little whole. Courtney Love. No, 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 no. There's a cover by uh, by the hot by Doja Cat. Doja. We love Doja Cat here on the uh, podcast to make us look cool and young. We this is the one we've uh, decided to go with. Doja Cat. And you know, every now and again, the New York Times will throw out like ten songs to listen to. I don't know who they get to do this because it's obviously. I don't know who they think is reading the New York Times, but they they throw out songs like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, we all know who's reading the New York Times. It's nobody who's going to probably be into that song. So, But they throw out 10 songs, they, and uh, that was one of them. And I was like, all right, I was all about it. I liked that song when it first came out. I liked Courtney Love. I liked Hole. So uh, why not let's do a Doja Cat version of it to make us look young and fresh and, and vibrant. Hip. Hip. So uh, that's exciting. And, you know, we'll talk about some other things. Here we are, Thursday episode, cover to cover. We're back. I'm also on Juicy Scoop today, so you're going to get a double dose of me. Just finished taping Juicy Scoop. How was it? I don't know. I guess you guys will be the judge. I think it was an okay one. You know, you never know. It's hard for me to keep topping myself on Juicy Scoop. I just, I try and I try. And uh, and I'm, here I am reading something interesting that, uh, speaking of, of Courtney Love, uh, Frances Bean, who is the daughter of uh, Courtney Love and, and Kurt Cobain, Frances mm-hmm. Bean, is dating Tony Hawk's son. Oh, skateboarder Riley? Tony Hawk. Riley, yes. Riley confirmed that they're dating. I he's just like saw a, that. He's a I, big deal nowadays. Okay, well, Damn. he's dating uh, Frances Bean. So that's uh, all exciting news in the world of dating. Okay, just a couple of things I want to talk about right up front. I don't know much about uh, Julia Fox. Mm-hmm. I have to be honest with you other than, and I, and honestly, if I was in the, if, I, if there was something went horribly wrong in my life where I had, I do know a lot about Julia Fox, I feel like I'd done something wrong. Like mm-hmm. if I have nothing but time on my hands to look up and figure out what Julia Fox is all about, I, I, I've done something wrong. 
But anyway. You don't consider that a success. No, no, not that I knew. But anyway, what we all know about her is she was this girl who seemed to be going around with Kanye West for the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. And it always seemed a bit odd to me. It seemed fake. It seemed like it was some publicist put together relationship to kind of, he I don't know. He was seen like dating other girls at the same yeah, time. Yeah, at the same time. And now all of a sudden it's over. They're saying it's over. The mm-hmm. two of them are over because he's had a bit of a breakdown on, you know, on social media with Kim. And we all know about that. Okay. So now I do a little bit of a deep dive into Julia Fox. What's her situation? Because you and I have been talking about it now for mm-hmm. a little while on this podcast. I'm always like, what did she do? Is she an actress? I don't get it. Like I get, I there's actresses. We all know actresses. We all know actresses who are, who are very successful, and we all know actresses who are on the way up. And mm-hmm. I thought maybe that was the case for her, but it doesn't seem to be. It doesn't seem to be like she's auditioning for roles or she's like an up and coming actress. The only thing we keep going to is this uncut gems. She keep <laughs> we you you've looked it up and you keep saying uh, she's an uncut gems. Yeah. This which is a Adam Sandler movie that was kind of okay. I I saw it. Mm-hmm. Sandler's great in it. The movie's weak but Sandler's yeah. good so for that reason alone it's worth watching um but they keep saying she's in it and I don't maybe she is I don't recall every character in the movie but anyway this I think that's the only thing she's ever done is uncut gems so anyway I as I'm doing my deep dive on this Julia Fox now what I'm gathering is she seems to be some sort of like uh now I don't want to I don't know any so I don't want to say too much but she seems to be some sort of scam artist or something mm-hmm. what I'm gathering she's friendly with this other scam artist girl who is currently a Netflix show about who's a German chick who was running around running up people's credit cards all fraudulent bullshit and then uh, I feel like fraud right now is hot yeah. ripping people off and 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 uh, and frauding people out of their life savings with the tinder swindler yeah and this girl and so i don't know how which i always say how do these people now how does this girl and i i I used to say it about that one who was married to uh, johnny depp amber uh, amber heard and several others like how did now how do you go from being a struggling actress out in the world of all struggling actresses we all know there's thousands of them right in this you know in los angeles millions whatever but that's that. They they go around and they do their auditions and they never make it and maybe they do make it. Who knows? But there's only a few who get to go to the parties where you could possibly meet Kanye West or Johnny Depp. So how, how why does that happen? How do you get invited? Whoever. How does this Julia Fox meet Kanye West? Yes. Now, I guess I could find all of this out had I chosen to do that. By listening to um, Call Her Daddy. She's on Call Her Daddy. Mm-hmm. And now, I, of, I often bring up Call Her Daddy because it's a it's a huge podcast that, you know, they made a $100 million deal or whatever selling it to Spotify. And Alex uh, Cooper, Cooper yeah. is the host. And she seems fine and okay. And I wish her all the success in the world. I have no beef with her whatsoever. But I'm go- now going to play a little clip of, uh, of her. Alex Cooper speaking to uh, Julia Fox, and it's really we just picked a random spot in the in the podcast. And you go ahead and listen to this. And if you uh, don't want to drive your car off the road uh, after nine seconds of this, you're a better person than I am. Go ahead, let's go. Like yeah, yeah. He like got my number through a mutual friend. What was your first impression of him? Super magnetic like very attractive like like not a, 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 I don't even mean it like he's attractive physically mm-hmm. but I mean also just like 
like the vibe is very like attractive. Right. You know what I mean? Like you, you, I, at least for me, like I felt like I wanted to gravitate toward, you know what I mean? Like it was very like mm-hmm. when yes. that happens, sure. like, like oh sparks. My you're like, that person has something. An aura. Yeah. They just okay. Glow. Now listen. They radiate. Okay. There you go. That's uh, Alex mm-hmm. Cooper and uh, Julia Fox. And that's all that, you know, we all, I know now I'm not the first person to talk about a thing, what they call vocal fry. That's yes. what that is. Now I know, I don't even want to call it vocal fry because I feel like that's been done. Everyone talks about it. Now, she's not the only one. She's not the first. And Alex Cooper does a little bit of it too. And that's okay. And sometimes I feel it maybe the way you're sitting because sometimes I get it just because I'm sitting in an odd position. Sometimes when I do this podcast, I'm laying down on this like weird chaise lounge thing I have in the garage. And it's not, not the best for my vocal cords. Who knows? But anyway... There are more, there's much more of her doing that where they tail off at the end. You know, it's, it's the last, it's the last word of every sentence. Like he's so magnetic and that's it. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't know. It's, the funny thing is they both overdo it. Now there's, there's a clip, there's a clip on online of her saying uncut gems. And it's almost sound, it's fucking laughable how, I don't know. She's not even saying the word gems. I don't know what word she's saying, but she says uncut fine. And I don't, I want to know what's happening to, cause it's not just her. It's a lot of people who mm-hmm. it's every bachelorette. It's every, who just that they tail off at the end. It seems to be that last word doesn't, um, mm-hmm. doesn't get the same energy that the, fir- whatever sentence they're speaking. It feels like the first five words of that sentence get a lot of energy, get a lot of, uh, enunciation. And then the last word, I don't know if they're getting tired mm-hmm. halfway through the sentence, and by the end of the sentence, it's just uh, energy. Is that it? Because mm-hmm. if that's the case, then I don't know, get better rest or, or whatever. But it's driving me insane. And I, it makes me question Kanye because I, now whether this was some sort of publicist-driven romance to piss off Kim or make it look like he's back out on the scene or whatever the case may be, sure. But you could have probably chosen a nicer nor. I mean, this girl seems like a fucking complete whack job. Yeah. And I and then she says that she was. I I, I I'm catching little bits and clips of this thing she did with a uh, call her daddy. And I believe she says she was the muse. She yes. she's talking a lot about being in the muse. She talks a lot. She was about, Kanye's yeah. muse, and then I guess Alexander Cooper asks her, "Were you other people's muse?" Now, first of all, muse is a Greek term, Greek god term for you know people used to be yeah. back when in during the days of Greek gods, a muse would be somebody who. I don't know. You would use for inspiration. inspiration you almost right. you you would lust after yeah, for inspiration. Sure, and some now idiots still use it. Like she's my muse. She's my muse. Cut the cut the crap. No. Cut the crap. You're not making place. statues. Yeah, cut the shit. Muse. So she says, "I was the muse of the guy who wrote Uncut Gems." That's what she says. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know who this guy is. And listen, I saw Uncut Gems. It wasn't exactly a fucking uh, you know mm-hmm. statue of da- David. It's a piece of shit movie that the only thing that saves it is Adam <laughs> Sandler's performance. So being the muse of the guy yeah. who wrote some piece of shit, Uncut Gems, mm. is there's no he didn't yeah. need a muse for that. Okay, yeah. he finished that screenplay yeah. at a Starbucks. Right. What he do you, he the muse you don't of. need a muse. Yeah, but she says she was the muse. Now, which leads me to believe once again that. Got most guys, for the most part, Kanye included, the writer of the Uncut Gems and and Johnny Depp and every all oh, everybody else. 
They're just, everyone's just fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. They're all just stupid and just, no matter how successful they are. I mean, it doesn't get much more successful than Kanye or probably the Suncut Gems writer or Johnny Depp. But success is one thing. Smarts is a complete other thing. That, and, and it's amazing to me that these people, Johnny Depp, K- Kanye, they can't just keep their dick in their pants or whatever. They, whatever's driving them to go and run around with this mm-hmm. Julia Fox. I, just listening to 30 seconds of that uh, call her daddy. Would be enough for me to go. Just uh, I can't. Please, not a no second date here. No. On a first date, yeah, sure, whatever. She's got leather pants on. I don't know what she does. I don't know. I don't even know what she does. You know, like I said, yeah. I don't know what she. So where he spotted her and saw her and said, "I gotta go out with this one." I don't know where that happened. Is she was she on well, a runway? Because I, I, I heard she's modeling. Now. I might have something for that. So okay. I saw a quote. Uh, there and it's one. It was from a few weeks ago. Drake apparently came out and oh, said so he's involved in this. He came out and said, "Yo, I hit it first. Oh, so, so she's she might one, be she's like one of these video the vixen. You know, there there have been other other girls who've dated around a lot of different rappers. So, so Drake hit it first. Drake hit it first. <laughs> okay. I and remember, like, she told us that she's been she's dated billionaires. Yeah, she said that previously, so it's still in my search history. What billionaire? That's the only reason I remember. But, yeah, I do remember that too. She said, "This is not my for. This is what I do. Yes. This is who I am. I date." So I think that's kind of remember that artist we talked about how it kind of turned out that she was just hot and kind of got into the art scene. Yeah, you right, know, right. The club scene. Yeah, kind of seems what, that's like what one I'm of saying. those. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to make I'm accusations. I'm also going to say this, and I'm not going to be... Now, I, 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 this is... All right, I'm just going to say it. But there's more attractive... I don't think she's even that, like, drop-dead gorgeous, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, if you're going to go down that road, go for, you know, there's other... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. who who's, Go for Linda Evangelista. Don't. She's having problems right now. I just read Linda <laughs> Evangelista, biggest model in the world 10 years ago. She got a... She froze her fat. Mm-hmm. You no, know, they people. I see the billboards. Freeze your fat. Freeze your fat. They're all over Los Angeles. Freeze your fat. You can freeze it. I know. Well, yeah. they have, but apparently, <laughs> it's, what happens is, according to Linda Evangelista, I just read just before we came there. It's in a big People magazine. You haven't seen Linda Evangelista in a long time, mm-hmm. and they're saying why she's been she's been in a reclusive for five years. She's yeah. coming back out to tell her story about her frozen fat issue. Okay, she went in. Now they say this only happens in. We'll get back to Julia Fox in a second, everybody. But I'm on. I'm red hot on this frozen fat. Linda Evangelista story. Froze the fat. Now uh, they say it only happens in one percent of people who get the fat frozen. Now Linda Evangelista, what I'm at, I mean, what could possibly? I mean, she, the girl I think genetically has everything you need mm-hmm. in a person, right? I don't know. She, I haven't really seen her since that George Michael video. Yeah. I'm but, looking at her. Though, yeah. But she was, you know, she was a supermodel for. She was the biggest one in the world for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I guess she, who knows what people, you know, they think, uh, you know, I, I don't like this part of my body. I don't like that part of my body. Fair enough. We all have those issues. But uh, I guess she said something along the lines of I had some stubborn fat. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. We all do. And she went in for the fat freezing. And now, now <laughs> what happened was I guess it froze the fat in certain parts, but the fat just moves around. It goes to another neighborhood on her body and opens up shop there. Mm-hmm. So now she's got some, I haven't seen the pictures. I don't know. had in people magazine, I'm, but maybe they show the pictures. Of I'm people finding magazine. articles. There aren't a lot of pictures. No, so. well, I maybe she doesn't want to show it, yes. but she's saying that she feels horribly disfigured in life now because she's, 
She got some lumps, some fat mm-hmm. lumps. But I'm sure how bad could it possibly be? But I don't want to say, who knows? She says she's not going to get any modeling work anymore. Versace's not going to put a dress on her because her lump. She's got lumps. Mm-hmm. My lumps, my lumps, my lumps. Um, I know it's not lumps, everybody. I know it's humps. I think. I don't know. She says Whatever. lovely lady lumps. No, at she one does point. say lovely lady lumps, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so there is some sort of lumps in there. Anyway, so that's interesting. But I'm saying that I don't even think that this Julia Fox, she's a good looking person, mm-hmm. of course. But I don't know. I look at, I could, I spot scam artists on her just mm-hmm. looking at her. Yeah. I could tell we got a problem here. And I, I, Kanye West. Johnny Depp can get anybody they want. Yeah. Why not just get, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Get a nice 48-year-old gal. You know, just, she, she's living some, she just recently divorced. What is her, what is her situation? She lives in the Midwest, mm-hmm. and yeah, she's got a nice, she's got a nice thing going on. Mm-hmm. She's got a checkered tablecloth, come over the house. She'll invite a couple of friends over. Say, yeah. this is Kanye. Hi, Hi Kanye. She Ka- makes a mean charcuterie. Yeah. <laughs> Charcu- Kanye, this is Teresa, my yeah. neighbor. Oh, hi, Kanye. And this is uh, Teresa's husband, Jim. <laughs> They're like regular people. Yes. Do that. For, just change it up. Yeah. How many more times do we got to watch these people, people sh- shitting in their bed or fucking c- cutting their fingers off in the case of Johnny Depp with the vodka mm-hmm. bottles and he's got to get, you know, he's got to go to court. He's out of a career now, whether she's right or wrong, who knows? I don't even know. But if he just went with Teresa in, uh, you know, in Iowa for 47 years old, there's none of these problems would no. happen. She wouldn't record him no, moaning exactly. and put it on to, the internet. The, the worst thing he would have had to do with Teresa is probably maybe go to a uh, PTA meeting mm-hmm. with, you know, his step, the, the, now that the stepchildren. Yeah. You know, and he, he's like, I'm not the real father. Yeah. But you are now, <laughs> you know, to them that you are. So you got to go to the meeting. He's like, all right. So, you know, that's it. I mean, Kanye loves Sunday service. Get a good Midwestern That's gal. all I'm saying. And the same with this, with the, you know, this Julia Fox. You need this headache? This is the headache you want? Please. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Enough is enough. We all just, no, I, I'm 22, 27, we've all made these mistakes. Everybody wants to get on a bull and ride it for eight seconds. Yeah. You know, but with that comes, you know, your problems, as yeah. I just said. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wait. Oh, shit. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. <laughs> thank, thank you very much. <laughs> exactly. We used our thank sound you, pad. Mr. Paul Gleason from The Breakfast Club. We love that. Good job, Alex. I have So it. anyway, we, uh, so that's what I'm saying. We all want the fun, the fun times. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to, you know, unless there's, there's a, in, in bullfighting or whatever, rodeo, whatever they call it, you you know, you got to stay on. I think eight seconds is now the yeah. thing. You got to stay on. That was the mm-hmm. Luke Perry movie. Eight seconds. Mm-hmm. You got to stay on for eight seconds. And uh, if you don't, they run off. And then some clowns come out and they distract the bull from killing you. Yeah. That, you go with the clowns. Mm-hmm. That's who you want. Forget dating the fucking bull and being, go with the clowns. And that, you'll be fine the rest of your life. Nice gal who can, you know, make a tuna melt in a fix. Is the type you don't want somebody who's gonna poop in your bed. You want somebody who you open the refrigerator, they got nothing. Nothing in the refrigerator. I'll make something, and they somehow could figure out a way. A couple pieces of cheese. uh, We have any bread? Hey, there you go. Is that was that what you're looking for? Yeah, this is perfect. Thank you. Mm -hmm. When you don't need the bullshit of this girl talking about the Anka Jens. He's my muse. Oh, you're driving me insane. Yeah. 
But I, I guess people will never figure that out. It is interesting to think about fraud, too, when it's like people like this, where you're like, this girl doesn't even know what an LLC is. How, how, where, how are these people business savvy <laughs> the, the enough other, to defraud? Everybody wants to be famous. Everybody yes. wants, because I'm watching this, you know, a bit. I, I'm a little, I, I mean, I get the idea, so I can't watch the whole thing. But the Tinder swindler everyone's mm-hmm. talking about, which is another bullshit guy who's, you know, swindling. We talked about it a yeah. little bit, swindling these people via, you know, he gets on Tinder, then he tells them. And they wind up giving him huge sums of money, yeah. 100000 50000 to get him out. And he's, but he, the guy's still roaming free. I mean, I guess you don't get arrested for swindling people. I don't know. I don't I don't understand why this man's not arrested, but I don't know the legalities of yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. But now he's out doing cameos. I see he's doing <laughs> 300 bucks a cameo. You can get this loser to come on and fucking do a cameo for you. Talk about swindling or whatever. It's my mother's birthday. You stole $50,000 from her. Can you just <laughs> tell her she looks good? I mean, this world has just turned fucking upside, upside down. Upside down. So what do I don't know. I just cannot <laughs> believe that... So swindling seems to be hot right mm-hmm. now. If you could, if you're some sort of bullshitter who can swindle people, um, I mean, I've never really been swindled outside of the time I, you know, I, I think I've mentioned it before. I, I laid out a couple of uh, extra bucks uh, for sea monkeys from the back of a from the back of a a uh, comic book. I got them. I sent in whatever seven, eight bucks, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. thinking I was going to get full. I was going to have a village of sea monkeys living amongst in my house in a tank somewhere. And the sea monkeys would be looking out over a sea of other sea monkeys. And it was going to be a thing that I could watch as a child. Look at all these sea monkeys. And I, that's what you were led to believe by the picture on the, uh, you know, on the back of the comic book. Sea monkeys were fun to have. And then you get them. So I was burnt. That's the last time I was burned. Mm-hmm. I got the sea monkeys. And it, looked, it literally looked like somebody had eaten a cracker, like a saltine cracker then drank some water, swished the water around in their mouth and spit it back into the cup. Mm-hmm. And that would be what sea monkeys were. They were just floating particles of saltine cracker. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't exactly it's Julia Fox. It wasn't exactly Julia Fox burning me or, or uh, you know, or, or any of these other people. But I did get burned by sea monkeys. So I can't say that I'm innocent mm-hmm. of scams, you know? Yeah. So anyway... <laughs> And we've all done Columbia House Tape Club. So right there, every one of us of my age has joined Columbia House Tape Club where you got, you know, 10, 10 cassettes for a penny and then you had to pay thirty nine ninety five for Air Supply's Greatest Hits six months later. You got burned. We all got burned. So right there should have been the first time we're like, all right, I'm going to walk into everything from here on out more cautiously because of Columbia House Tape Club. Mm-hmm. That taught me about scams. So how... These people are still falling for it is beyond me, but what do I know? It makes for entertaining television at the very least and and all this other stuff. I don't know whatever becomes of Julia Fox because now I think it's over between her and Kanye. And uh, so what now? I mean, is it just celebrity big brother or shit like that? I would imagine it is because she doesn't seem like she's going to be go on to great success as an actress or something, mm-hmm. but there'll be some other fucking dope pool fucker. Yeah. You know, and, and marry her. Some, you know, idiot will. She'll be on Cameo. Oh, if she's not already. She can make I mean, a she'll be on camera. If she's not already, she'll be on camera. Oh, how I love my athletic greens. I started taking athletic greens because that's what it tells me to say, but really I love it. I hate taking vitamins. I say it all the time, but athletic greens is so great. Comes in a little tin canister that I love. One scoop. I forget the measuring. They give me the scoop. I pour it in the shaker that they provide me Ooh. with. Add water, shake it up, start my day with athletic greens. I don't have I don't get the queasy stomach that I get from vitamins. I love it. it's lifestyle friendly. Whether 
whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, artificial anything, while still tasting great. It has over seven, Alex, 7,000 five-star reviews. How could Ooh. all those people be wrong? I love Athletic Greens. I, I have the travel packs that I take with me on my travels. It's uh, pre-portioned, pour it right in, shake it right up, and I'm ready to go. It really... I'm telling you, I've been doing it now for, what, two months since they've sent it to me, and I feel great. I look great. Thank you, Athletic Greens. And now you guys could feel and look as great as me. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, which I also use. I take that first, then I drink my Athletic Greens. And five free travel packs. Oh, that's so great. Ooh. With your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash cover, C-O-V-E-R, all caps, do all caps, C-O-V-E-R. Uh, again, that's athleticgreens.com slash cover. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So the other thing I want to talk about a little bit is we've announced our uh, our hosts. The hosts of the Oscars have been announced. Oh, they've announced three. Go look up the third. The now Amy Schumer, okay, Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes. And the other girl who I've seen her face, I know who she is. Like she's all over the place. She's a rec- very unrecognizable face, but I'm she's not a comedian, and um, so I don't really know what role she'll play in it. But anyway, it's gonna be the three of them hosting the Oscars. Does anybody care? Now listen, I'll say this: it's not a bad call because I kind of like Amy Schumer's style. I think she'll be good at kind of. Um, I don't know, shitting on celebrities. Isn't that kind of what we want out of the whole? We want like a little bit of celebrity shitting on. Regina you know? Hall. Sorry. Regina Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. We we don't really want, you know, we want a little bit of celebrity shitting on, which mm-hmm. I think they can all handle it. I mean, I don't know if they want as crazy as like a Ricky Gervais goes, but that's fun too. Yeah. Everybody's going to, their skin's thick. They can handle it. Uh, So you're going to want a little of that. And then, of course, Wanda Sykes will be good at that. Yep. Amy Schumer will be good at that. But does anybody care? Does any will anybody be watching? Uh, you know, we we talked about the nominees uh, recently, and uh, you know, it's no movies that anybody has probably seen or cares about. I know some of you have seen them, but you know what I mean. None, none of them made, went made a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. So who knows if anybody cares? So they they're, they're going to be there. There you go. Three. Three hosts. Three hosts. Three hosts. I don't know how they're going to do it. Break it up into three. Everybody gets an hour because usually it takes about an hour. And uh, so that'll be that. I did go into my science magazine a little bit uh, too, which I, you know, look in looking for topics. Sometimes I go to my science magazines and I did find, I thought I was done with my science magazine because it wasn't coming to me. I I wasn't getting the paper copy anymore delivered to my house. But it turns out I'm still getting some sort of email copy of it which I just discovered. So it's been about a year that I've been getting some sort of email copy and I just figured that out. But anyway, um, and like on this podcast, when you know, there's going to be times where searching for topics and there's going to be days that are tougher than others when we're looking for topics. And I think they have the same problem over at Scientific Times because they're coming out every week with something. And you know, how many more times can they talk about it? Whether it be coronavirus or something in space, you know, black hole, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Climate, they're going to go. And then there's, you know, there's a couple of guys over there who I said, there's one guy who seems to be obsessed with cats and the yeah. everyday function of cats. And he talks about how cat, why cats do this, why cats do that. 
And that's what he brings to the table. There's probably a bunch of scientists who sit around each week. And what do you got? What do you got? And this guy goes, have you ever seen what a cat does to a bowl of milk? And then uh-huh. here's why. And they're like, all right, let him put it in. Put it in the back of the magazine and we'll fucking let him have his thing. Well, there's a new guy. There's a new guy who's, I guess, the funny thing, the other thing too, is you can't really corroborate any of these stories. So they could just make shit up. Yeah. You're so, not a scientist. No. no. So this guy is the latest one. And he goes, dinosaurs, this is the top, this is the headline of, of the article. Dinosaurs uh, used to cough. They cough. <laughs> okay. Too. Dinosaurs cough too. So for those of you who are walking around, you know, do dinosaurs cough? Well. You betcha. I got news for you. Yeah, they do. They cough. And I don't know if it was like it is today for dinosaurs, but coughing now, I was just on a flight from, from Tacoma, Seattle, Tacoma, to here yesterday. The guy next to me was fucking coughing. And I, I mean, it would, to the point where everybody on the plane was like, we don't do that anymore. Coughing is something that is just not acceptable in society anymore. I don't give a shit if you're choking. You, you go and die. Mm-hmm. You, you can't cough that much. You get a hold of yourself. Get some water, which is next to impossible to get a flight attendant to get you anything on a plane these days. But anyway, but do what you got to do. I don't know what the dinosaurs did, but according to this guy, dinosaurs coughed. Cough. Yeah. I saw, and I know there's a new Jurassic uh, World coming out. I saw the commercial for it during the Super Bowl. I don't know if they're going to have a scene in that where one of the dinosaurs coughs, but they it'll, should. It'll be a good addition. You know, Jeff good Goldblum addition. goes, oh, 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 I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you, did the dinosaurs cough? See, I, I, I was not, well, I told you they did, didn't I? It's pretty, not a that, bad that Jeff Goldblum. Good. Not I'll a bad Jeff it. Goldblum on the fly. And another another Jeff Goldblum movie. How clever am I? On the fly, a Jeff Goldblum movie. And I just none of that was planned. That just came. Follow me on TikTok, everybody. I'm become a TikTok sensation. I've mentioned that. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, a couple of other things. Just bought some tickets to a concert. Haven't done that in three years. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Bowl. Hollywood Bowl is back. Hundred hundred years. Uh, whatever they call that anniversary. One hundred years. Hollywood Bowl's been there. So big year for them. Yeah. And they just announced their. They're, they're, um, they're everybody who's playing there this their season. concert series. This their se- series, yeah, this yeah. season. And uh, and of September 11th, I know, never forget. Yeah. Never forget, but I, whatever, whatever that's the date of the show. Mm-hmm. September 11th. It'll I'm get go- brought up. I'm going to see Duran Duran Ooh. at the Hollywood Bowl. Duran Duran, Hollywood Bowl, fireworks extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Fireworks, Duran Duran, Hollywood Bowl. 9-11. 9-11, but that's, you know, whatever. That's just, it's a date, okay? They've Friday and Saturday were already sold out. They had Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I got to take Sunday, September 11th. I'm not happy about it, but whatever. I'm going to do it. Um, so there you go. Very, I mean, I have some exciting things coming up. Things are panning out. Some, some exciting, th- unless, of course, another variant comes. I'm reading Bird Flu. I'm reading this. <laughs> I'm reading things about Bird Flu. Okay, of course. Um, so there's that. Who knows what that's if that's going to come and get us? I haven't heard anything about variants yet, new variants, because we're we're easing up on masks and things. So usually when we start doing that, here comes some other article about here it comes. Yep. Did we do it too soon? Three years later, did we do it too soon? So I don't know. But anyway, I I'm fully prepared. You know these tickets these days. You buy a ticket for a concert, <clears throat> not twenty five dollars. A couple hundred bucks. Ooh, I mean. You go to a con, and I'm talking, I got a decent seat, not the best, but I got a good one. Duran so Duran. Duran Duran, who I love. I'm very excited. A hot you know? item. 
And I'm going to take my wife, who's just like, what am I, what? She doesn't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, she likes Duran Duran, but she'd be like, when are they going to play Hungry Like the Wolf? But they got to do 25 other songs before Hungry Like the Wolf. So just let it happen, okay? I'm going to be into every one, but, you know, so. I mean, I did take her to see Barry Manilow, and she wasn't impressed, which is son of a bitch. What do you do? So, and there's a new movie out. Anyway, so anyway going to see Duran Duran. Duran Duran. Pretty yeah. pricey? You're saying tickets? By the time you're by the time you're out the door with all this fees mm-hmm. and everything else, you're looking at five hundred bucks yeah, for two tickets. For two, exactly. Two tickets, five hundred bucks, two Rough. tickets. But then again, you got to look at it as will it be something? Because sometimes you see a concert, you'll remember the rest of your life. You know, mm-hmm. like I saw the greatest. I mean, I've seen a ton of concerts in my life, and most of them are pretty memorable. So, I mean, sometimes you spend five hundred dollars on stupidness. You don't ever it has no impact on your life whatsoever yeah so there's the outside chance if you spend drop 500 on a concert you might see something that impacts you the rest of your life Mm. you know and in the end isn't that what it's all about you're just creating some sort of memories that you wind up you know forgetting if you get a head injury like bob zagan um you will forget some exactly so the other thing i'd like to talk about is the number one movie in the country surprisingly people were a little shocked by the number one movie in the country Death on the Nile. Death on the Nile is a... And they were a little concerned with Death on the Nile um, because it stars... uh, It stars the cannibal. um, Oh. um, uh, Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Army Hammer is basically the star of the movie. And so I guess they made it way before Army Hammer, you know, because now Army Hammer's out. He's done. He's done in this business. Mm -hmm. You can't hire Army Hammer anymore. He's been replaced in everything he's ever... For here on out, he's been replaced... And he had 10, 12 projects lined up, Not but anymore. somebody else has taken him. Yes. Whoever, uh, Toby Maguire or some shit. So um, the other thing, let me say something about that Toby Maguire. Saw him at the uh, Super Bowl. Okay. And I don't know what he does anymore. You know, he's Spider-Man. We all know Toby Maguire, but I feel like he's somewhat taking a backseat in Hollywood. I didn't, I don't, he doesn't seem to be running out there mm-hmm. making movies anymore. I don't know if that was his choice or people. T- I hear a bit, he's a bit of... I've heard rumors he's a bit of a prick. Whatever. Listen, I don't know. The other thing to me is like, how much of a prick can he be? Is he five foot six, 140 pounds? Like, you, you, oh, Toby Maguire's a prick. You fucking knock him out. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. I see him at the at the you know he's in a box or something at the at the Super Bowl, which I, I guess he's that still. He's pretty a list. Mm-hmm. I know he's tight with DiCaprio, so well, he kind of didn't that uh, that new Spider Man. He's in it, right? Yeah, yeah so they he's all kind of got a little juice now. Yeah, you know? he's back being. Spider-Man. He's on Dumois from time to time. Exactly. So and he's also DiCaprio's boy. So DiCaprio goes that somewhere. Helps. He goes somewhere. Yeah. But I see him at the Super Bowl. He's wearing like sweatpants and some T-shirt or something. And it's like, come on. You know we're all here. Everybody's watching this game mm-hmm. to see, because it's in L.A. We want to see the celebrity sightings. Give us something. Like Kevin I mean, you Hart. You want to talk about an expensive ticket. Kevin Hart. Decent guys always dressed to the nines. He always looks like, this is what we want from our celebrities. Mm-hmm. This guy looks like a million bucks every time you see him. Same with that LeBron James. I see him jumping around. Mm-hmm. He's always dressed nice. Like, thank you. We are, let, let us little people have something to look at. This frump, uh, Toby Maguire, looks like, I mean, come on. It looks like he's, he's at 7-Eleven. I yeah. mean, that's not, that's no fun. No fun. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to forge on through this. We're going to get through this. We're podcast. doing it. Yeah, we're going to get through Thank you, Alex, for your positive. We have to, we have a bit of an issue right now. We're, we're taping this late, and Alex has got to go. So we're, we're trying to get it done as quickly as possible. Alex has... He's got to perform in a bar. He's doing a bar show. 
for far from here. Far from here. He's got to drive like two hours to go perform in a bar in front of four people. Mm-hmm. So, so we gotta we're moving along. You that's, stay, why I'm, yeah. that's why I'm talking so quickly <laughs> and trying to keep this thing uh, moving along. Talking about Tobey Maguire and more nonsense. The other thing I thought was funny at the Super Bowl and watching all the celebrities was you saw all the all the celebrities and. Now, let's face it, whatever. Maybe it's a little different these days, but back in the old days and even up until recently, celebrities, the reason why they were celebrities is because they were beautiful. You know, that they just didn't look like everybody else, and that's why they were celebrities. Yeah. And we almost like That's why that. they're on the cover. Yeah, and now it's different because everybody hates Hollywood because we eat babies, whatever the case may be. Who knows? But everybody... Maybe that's why they hate us, because we started giving them... That's from, whatever no. the case. But you used to look at, you know, the Oscars and stuff and go, See, look, isn't it great to look at yeah. all these gorgeous people... That dress is made with of their crystals. White teeth, yeah, with their white teeth and their big mm-hmm. heads of hair. It's fun to do. Whatever. Okay. But they, so you still saw some people up there in these, in these corporate boxes or whatever. And it was, it's always so funny to me to see them, Charlize Theron, who's just, you know, she's a fucking, she is what she is. Yeah. She, I saw one, I said, there she is. And like, oh, there's, that's her. And then, of course, around her is the people probably who got the box. And they're not celebrities. No. Oh, it's always funny to me to see the person, the gorgeous one, and the frumpa dumps around them. It's, you see it at the red carpet, too. You see the red carpet. There's always the person, Scarlett Johansson, let's say. And then there's Scarlett Johansson's people who literally look like little trolls mm-hmm. moving Scarlett Johansson, you know, from under a bridge or whatever, wherever trolls live. I don't yeah. Know. But <laughs> it, I, it, there was more of it at the at the Super Bowl than I've ever seen before. There's the Gord, there's the rock, and then there's the frumpa-dumps who get, also get invited mm-hmm. to the corporate box because, I don't know, they're friends of... The guy who owns the corporate box. It's yeah. not The Rock. It's you know the it's the Kettle One box. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. So exactly. The Rock gets invited to the Kettle One box, and who who's in the Kettle One box? Well, it's it's The Rock and it's Charlie Theron and who else? Oh, it's the Kettle One guy's uh, son. Yeah. Who looks like he you know he looks like the Kettle One guy's son, mm-hmm. and it's his and whoever else. So they you could tell who they yeah. are. That was the my CFO favorite. is here. <laughs> it's my favorite part. Mm-hmm. My favorite part is the regular people standing next to the celebrities. You got to know if you're, you know, whatever. You don't look like Charlie. You just you got to know. Don't stand too close because you know mm-hmm. they're going to be popping pictures of this girl left and right. This Charlize Theron. Yeah. I've worked with her, by the way. And worked with her. Over, yeah. Dear friend. Worked with her on After Lately. Dear friend. Right after she came off of um, Mad Max. Oh, she had her head. Her head was shaved, but it's grown back. So I didn't get. Listen, she, was she gorgeous? People always ask, "Is she gorgeous?" Like she is. Oh my god, and yes. so nice, so fun and nice, and up for the joke, which is great. Mm-hmm. But you but, caught her in that in between yeah, yeah, phase. Yeah, in between phase, we've all had one. Yeah. You know, when you're letting your hair grow out or in every or girl the case who may shaved be. their head. We've all every a, girl. a guy. I did it. Yeah, and we all have a, a weird moment. So I not. It's hard to fuck up Charlize. Mm-hmm. But I did. I get the. The one from the Lancome ads or whatever, where she's prancing around, I don't know, hallways. No, but still it was fun to look at. And that's all I'm asking for in my celebrities is something fun to look at. Summer's coming, and I'm so excited for FitBod to get me in the shape that I want to be in this summer. I have some big plans, and FitBod is going to get me there. Let's face it, between balancing work, family, and life in general, it can be hard to make fitness a priority. You need a program that works with you, not against you, and that is FitBod. Right, Alex? The path to achieving your best looks different for everyone. FitBod creates a program based on your unique goals, experience, and equipment, 
Their algorithm uses data and analytics to build on your last workout and maximize results. My favorite part is that they track muscle recovery, helping you balance your workout plans with a variety of exercises to avoid overworking certain parts of your body. And it works with all the fun Apple Watch, Wear OS, SmartWatch, apps like Apple Health, Fitbit, and Strava. That's all fun. Kick off the new year right now and get started with a customized fitness plan from FitBot. Get 25% off a membership when you sign up now. FitBot.me backslash cover, C-O-V-E-R. That's 25% off your membership at FitBot.me backslash cover. Get FitBot and get yourself into some great shape for the summer that's a-coming. Okay, well, the other thing... I just want to discuss for a little while is something that is we've talked about a lot on this podcast and it's you know it's 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 the thing that everybody quit their jobs this year more than ever you know 27 million people Mm. whatever quit their jobs in the month of november and then more in december and so i i was reading an article about it and what it's all about and and uh and why you know and it's interesting it's interesting but then i i came across something that i found even more interesting was amazon and I've been talking to some people, I actually talked to a guy in Tacoma who works at Amazon. He did for a little while and now he's out doing something else. But he said it was a nightmare working at Amazon. And we've all heard that, mm-hmm. you know, but I got to pee in bottles and they, get, they don't get breaks and they're monitored. Every move they make is monitored. And all that sounds strange and weird and whatever. Who knows? But uh, anyway, then I, I heard because they were getting called out so much on their strange work practices. Yes. They now do a thing called. And this is in the warehouse. Okay, so you got people, these are warehouse working people and Amazon warehouse people. Mm -hmm. They do a thing called Amazon. Amazon, where it's like these little lockers. I looked them up. There's like little lockers that you go into if you're not feeling good that day. Whatever. You you moved. I don't know. I don't know. And then you go in the Amazon locker and you shut the door and you stare at like pictures of beaches and, and listen to. Birds chirping. Scream into a pillow. <laughs> I mean, what is... But this is real. This yeah, is real. Amazon. Amazon. Amazon is something that you, if you work at Amazon and you're having a moment, you go in the Amazon booth, mm-hmm. you come back out, and I guess you feel better and you go back to doing whatever it is you do over at Amazon, delivering Tide to people. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So I just want to say this, and maybe this is, this is a bad attitude on, on this sort of thing. But I'm going to say it, and I, I'm maybe this. I'll come off sounding like an old curmudgeon who's just the world is changing, and you just, yeah. just get on board, you know. But here I go. Sometimes I think, for the most part, jobs, work, everything is going. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. And no matter what you do, I'm talking everything on from from Amazon employee, which seems like a pretty good gig. I mean, I think you pay. I don't know. I want up to CEO of fucking Google. Every job sucks and it has it and it sucks. And that's why, I don't know. Am I crazy in saying that? Like this article I'm reading is like, these people are quitting because they want Mm -hmm. a better way of life. And there is, now I understand that. I don't get paid enough. uh, And I agree with that. Like if the people are making trillions and, but somebody's not, you know what? And they say that, which I thought was an interesting take on it. They're like, a lot of this happened because of the pandemic where they decided who was essential and non-essential workers. Drawing the line in the sand like that was like, oh, 
Well, I knew my job was shady. I didn't think it was non-essential. Like I didn't. I didn't know an economy can function. Right, like like that. That really makes me feel like shit now Mm -hmm. that I've been considered non-essential. So why I'm even doing this is it all just bullshit work? And in the end, what like I always say here, unless you're a literally a doctor or a firefighter or you're doing something that literally is tangible, there's a fire. I come, I spray water on it. Now that fire is out. Yes. That is Essential. a tangible, you could touch it. You could say that is, this guy just did a job and I saw instant results. Mm-hmm. And that and a few other things. The guy who fixes the potholes in the road, he comes, there's a hole, he comes with tar, he drives away, the hole is gone. Mm-hmm. There's about, I don't know, 10% of those jobs. The rest of them, all of us, me included, Alex included, yep. we're all just doing bullshit. It's all just moving shit around that nobody cares about. You know what I mean? Like, it's all shit, mm-hmm. crap, nothing, doesn't matter. Nobody does anything that, like, anyone who could do a job, which my, my wife does and some uh, many people I know who now are doing jobs from their home, if you were able to do the job via Zoom, that job doesn't mean anything. That, I know it sounds like it does mean something. I know, honestly, those are the jobs that get paid the most, probably. Yeah. And so that's another issue. They're like, oh, I'm out here humping fucking tar into potholes and making the world work and fixing pipes under the road so people can shit and stuff like that. But there's people who are making 10 times more than me doing, I don't know, nothing, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Coming up with fucking stupidness. So that's the other. Re- but I have to say... That I think there's going to, and we're, we're going to be making Zen booths for everybody to walk into and take a break. I don't think we're getting into a weird area here. I think you're just going to have to admit, sometimes jobs suck. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean. We've all had them. Yeah. We've all had shitty, we've all had shitty jobs. And, sometimes you get stuck in a job, a shitty job for longer than you want to. Yeah. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes, listen, not everyone's going to be a millionaire. Not, some people get lucky. Some people get a good education, and I know it's a, it's that's a terrible way to look at it, but that's just the way the world works. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can be a millionaire and have to. I do what exactly what I want to do from from in my life. It just that's why we have vacations mm-hmm. and happy hour. It's because everybody hates their job. Not sometimes people like it. I had a good time today at work. Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something went right for once. And I didn't have to go in the Zen booth and stare at a beach for, <laughs> but, you know, and that's why they, and I'm, I know some, some people will say, but I can't afford a vacation because my shit job doesn't pay me enough. Okay. But we've you all can, had those phases exa- in life You can do something. You, they, I don't know. Go Santa fishing. Monica beach is open. Go down there and stare at the water. That's a vacation to mm-hmm. some. I don't know. Go see a good movie or something. Yeah. Find an escape. But I don't think happiness comes from your job and i know that some people get lucky mm-hmm. i don't know two percent of people do what they truly love you know you'll do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life oh, cut the oh crap. yes you will if you gotta yeah. if you gotta punch in at nine you worked a day <laughs> I, and we've all done them yes we've all done shit gate I, I still do them i mean i go on the road sometimes it's great sometimes you know sometimes it sucks mm-hmm. sometimes this podcast is great sometimes it sucks i think we've also all had phases in our life where we had to pick up a second shit job just to kind of catch back up <laughs> we go through phases <laughs> right. where 
Yeah, it's not going to be the best time in your life, but you pay some bills off and you get back to zero. Yeah, you know? so I think we just have to admit. I didn't, listen, not, I didn't make the rules here. It's a shitty world. And the fact that so, some CEOs make you know $47 million, we had a great year, but yet the guys, people who work for them make nothing. Nothing. That's, it sucks, but not everyone's going to make $47 million. I don't know what to tell you, mm-hmm. you know? And nobody really knows. That's another thing. You never know what's on the plate of the guy that's making the $47 million. Uh, it's something nice, I bet. A filet mignon. But I mean, <laughs> whatever. But you know it's what nice. I mean? Like at, at his level, there's a whole entire, when, when he has a bad day at work, it's because 2000 yeah. people just got, had to get fired. You yeah. know what I mean? Somebody's got to do the shit. Yeah. Somebody has to do it. And I don't know if I'm just, you know, more. I've also gotten to the point in life where I look at jobs like that and I go, good, pay him because I don't want to do it. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't want to. Listen, I'm all about more pay, but I understand, you know, I don't have the money. Somebody's Mm. got, there's money going around. If we learned one thing from this fucking pandemic, we learned that, I don't know, America seems to have plenty of money. They Mm -hmm. were just throwing it to everybody there for a while. Whether, you know, now they got to pay it off. Who knows? I don't Mm -hmm. know. Somebody seems to be doing fine. Yes. Everybody seems, I go around, I I tell you, I, every. Every car I see, the people I have working for me, you know, not mm-hmm. to sound like an asshole, but everybody's got a nice, and they, yeah. as they should, I'm not saying they shouldn't, mm-hmm. uh, but everyone's tra- driving a brand new mm-hmm. car. Everyone's got a fucking flat screen TV. Everyone's rolling around the aisles of Costco, getting mm-hmm. rib, big, giant, you know, the flat, I'm talking the flatbed Costco cart, not even the shopping cart. I'm talking the orange flatbed Ooh. loaded up. I mean, that's $700 worth of shit on there. Mm-hmm. I don't seem to be sweating it. Uh, no problem. These kids want, you know, they want 150 fucking chocolate muffins. Mm-hmm. We're going to get them. We got it. 150 chocolate muffins. So I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm just not. It is interesting to me that people are quitting their jobs because it's, I don't like, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, I don't feel good at work. I'm like, nah, good. Yeah. welcome to the club. Nobody feels good at work. That's why. You go to, you find a happy hour where you can, and no, yeah, then you're, oh, but what about drinking too much? I don't know. Control your, handle also, your shit. I also wonder all these people, I mean, we've talked about this before. Some people walked out into better situations. Some right. people walked out into worse situations. Some people are making more or less or, and a lot of people just walked away. A lot of people probably making money on the slot. You know, they're under the table. They're figuring yeah. it out. But I think a lot of people also. Maybe I think part of it is you go, well, if I'm not going to be in the, in the one, if I'm not going to be in the 10%, right. You know, then I'm not going to, if, if I'm, what am I working for? If That's I'm, what they're saying. Yeah. Yes, exactly. if, if I'm still going to be in a shit apartment at the end of the week, then right. why work 40 hours a week when right. I could be in a shit apartment and work 20 hours a week? I get you. And honestly, I think that's fair too, but don't be mad when you only have a 20 hour a week lifestyle. Uh, right, so you know, get yourself a Zen. You sound like yeah. Alex. You sound like you need a Zen booth. You want to get in a Zen oh, booth? I feel, I we're going to get one yeah. installed here in the garage. We're going to get a Zen booth. You know, this workplace is very uh, hazardous. Uh, I've been peeing in bottles in your garage for over a year now, and <laughs> you know, I'm going to OSHA. I think. My one takeaway from the hearing that whole Amazon peeing in bottles mm-hmm. thing was. Just, I don't order bottles from Amazon. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, who knows what's happening no. in these, everyone's pissing in bottles. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's happening here? So, I don't know. It's all very fascinating. I have a friend who works for Amazon, and he listens to this podcast. He's my old high school buddy, and I know I have a lot to say. I wonder if he's ever sat in mm-hmm. the Zen booth. Um, anyway, I don't even, I don't even order that much from Amazon. I mean, I, every now and again, if I need, so I've gotten some, I've gotten burned on some mm-hmm. Amazon shit. It's, it's 
Chinese crap they send you. Anyway, thank you, everybody, for listening to Cover to Cover. We have fun doing it, you know? And like I said, some weeks, some people write reviews that I say, I always say, this week was a slow week, but some are better mm-hmm. than others. Anyway, thank you all for coming to the shows in Tacoma. I had a great time in Tacoma. I really did. It was really fun. Uh, thank you all. It's always so great to see everybody at the shows. Thank you so much. On to Dallas. Alex and I will be in Dallas, uh, not this weekend, next, next weekend, weekend, Dallas, Texas. Hyenas in Dallas. Come out to those. We're doing two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday, and then we're out the door in Dallas. And, you know, we're going to be looking around for fun stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing like skydiving or anything like that. Just we want to go wild. sit and look at people. We want to look at attractive people. That's all I'm asking. Mm. Okay. Uh, and that's uh, that's about it. I, I'm just scrolling through some stories, see if we want to give you anything else. Uh, Salil Moon Fry is dating a Seth Binzer. I don't even know what who that is. Exactly. Or, uh, but congratulations to both of them. Uh, scientists discover the Earth's inner core isn't solid or liquid; it's super ionic. Oh, now that okay. sounds like something I'd like to read. And I'm oh, and that guy, that LA actor Zachary Horowitz who was that Ponzi scheme guy who was out Ponzi, another schemer. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he got, uh, he got 20 years in prison. So see, there is, see, but he, somebody got him. Yeah. But there's other guys doing, doing uh, cameos. The guy who, who you know, ripped off all those gals over on, uh, and that's it. I do. Uh, I really like um, uh, a show. People ask, often ask me, what are you, what are you watching these days? And I'm watching Somebody Somewhere with uh, Bridget Everett. I love it. I love Bridget Everett. I love that show. So um, there you have it. There you go. If you want to watch a good one, it's on HBO. It comes on after that one where they're, all these kids are doing drugs and uh, fingering each other. Yeah, I don't know if I like it. I haven't even watched it. And I, I try and watch two seconds of it, and it's always like, oh, I don't want to watch it. Why would I put myself through the bunch of drugged out kids stumbling up and down steps and you know getting getting handsy with each other? I don't mm-hmm. need to. I, I know maybe it's good and I'm missing out, but uh, no thanks. I don't want to do it. Uh, we're nearly two hours into a pandemic. Hey, you want to hear this? You want to hear this, everybody? The best time of day to eat dinner. What do you think the best time of day to eat dinner is? What's better, 5 p.m. early bird special or 8 p.m. reservation? What, what do you think the best time to eat dinner is? Are we talking from a health standpoint? Sure. Uh, from I'd a health standpoint, they, they say things have changed since the pandemic. Um, so the I believe, and I believe that's true. I believe uh, late night is, the pandemic has killed all things late night. Yes. People just don't. They're just nowhere to eat. Yeah, people don't want to be out late. And that's in like, Hollywood. We were talking yeah. about. Tacoma. Oh, anywhere. Yeah, forget that's about it. That's in Hollywood. Everywhere. Too. People just want. Like, I want to go to bed at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. These. That's what happened. And uh, okay, this is the ideal dinner time. Are you ready, everybody? This is interesting. Do you think? Yeah. You know, a little something to get out of here on. Anytime between six and eight p.m. is the ideal. Well, no shit. I mean, this fucking <laughs> six and eight. Six and eight. That's oh, you a mean big window. Time? Yeah, you mean the time that everyone has been eating yes. dinner since the dawn mm-hmm. of time. That's because it, uh, it gives the average person enough time to digest before hitting the hay around ten or eleven. Okay. Oh, who would I hit the hay around nine? That being said, the ideal dinner time will differ based on your c- circadian rhythms. Yes. Okay. Or more specifically, if you're an early bird or a night owl. It's different for early birds versus night owls because the longer the night owls are up, the higher the odds are they uh, maybe maybe in a late night snack. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, what if I'm an insomnia? It's six to eight. Six, yeah, to eight. six to eight. Eat your fucking dinner at six to eight. You. Yeah. And that's the end of that. All right. Well, that's it. That We've covered everything we're going to cover. We've done everything we need to do. What do we got to get out of here on, Alex? We got a couple of uh, got ads. Some- we're going to do our ads and... Uh, 
and enjoy that. Have fun with the ads. Get yourself some, some, uh, some, some of the things we, we hawk on this podcast, you know? Some of our good, good wares. Some of our good wares. <sighs> there we go. Now, you're going to see these, this band. I mean, how could you not when this one, when they start going into this one? Mm-hmm. It's going to be worth every penny of that $500. Yeah. Fireworks start popping. Ah, oh, my wife's probably already in the car. I'll have the car running so we can get out of here. Just you know, beat the traffic. All right, I'll meet you there. Floor now, babe, you're a bird. Oh, they took me. They came on Chelsea Lately, Simon mm-hmm. LeBon and uh, and uh, John Taylor, and I asked them if I did a little thing with them, a little sketch, and they invited me to the show, and it was so great. It was so funny. They were like. Had to do like an inside joke for Chelsea, and they were like, I had no idea what was happening, but they were <laughs> nice about it. Like, yeah, we don't know, we don't even know what show this is. We just mm-hmm. do, we do the circuit here. Yes, so. but anyway, they gave me tickets to the show, and I went, and it was, fuck, can't wait. September 11th, things are shaping up. I got some things coming mm-hmm. up in the future. Things are, you know, going to the Hamptons in the summer, going to concerts. I'm living my life again. There's enough is enough, everybody. I'm eating my dinner between six and eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my circadian rhythms are, are you know, they're popping. They, they're good. They're, yeah. I think they're good. I don't know. Your shit's tight. I got my uh, I got my my laser facial, mm-hmm. as you can see, Alex. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a little scarred up for my laser facial. Just got it fresh. Feel good. I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She was zapping the shit out of my face. So I don't know who. What's gonna happen here? Am I going to look 22 again? No. Yeah. Probably not. Oh. No, I'm no. not. But maybe <laughs> a little bit better. Maybe not so scabby. I don't know. Who knows? Whatever. They tell me what to do. I do it. 300 bucks. I'll fucking do it. Put it on the bill. Love you, everybody. All right. Bye-bye. truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.